Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Joe Reed. This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Kendra Winchester is my guest, and she's really been knocking them out of the park thus far. Hey, Kendra. Hello. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. What are we going to talk about today? So today uh, we are talking about a hidden gem, um, and that is Cucum by Michel Jean, uh, and that is translated from French by Susan Orio, and that is read by Aaron Tripp. And Aaron Tripp is a rising star narrator. In my mind, I'm not sure if there's an official designation out there, but <laughs> I think she is wonderful. And I love watching her grow in skill as she performs different audiobooks. She performs this book, which is actually about an Inu community in, I think it's Northeast North America. So up in Canada, more in French Canada. Right, because Michel Jean is from Quebec. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so this story is based on his great-grandmother, who was the daughter of Irish immigrants, as far as he can tell. And she met an Inu man, Thomas, and goes to live with his family and starts a family there. And so this is a novelization of his grandmother's story. And it really follows the Inu community that she is adopted into. You know, she starts a family with her husband, but then the logging industry takes their hunting grounds, and then the Inu people are forced to stay in one place. They have a lot of mental health issues. Then, of course, the Canadian government comes in and takes their kids to residential schools. And it just follows the loss of their land and traditions in a lot of ways. And then also at the end talks about the resurgence of, of younger people learning about their heritage and um and learning about their heritage and culture and maintaining that and respecting their traditions. And so I really appreciated Michel Jean's storytelling. And the Inu, they were hunter-gatherers before the lumber industry moved in and forced, I mean, well, A, obviously they lost places where they would they could hunt and gather, but then they were forced to 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 settle on a reservation. And it shows that change over the course of time. And eventually uh Almanda, our protagonist, uh, goes and talks to government officials to try to get help for her people. And there is a note at the end where Michel Jean talks about, you know, some of the things he might have changed and in, in different things. But I really appreciated how he took readers through that whole experience over those decades. Mm. From the way you describe the book, I'm glad that he started when they were in 
living their traditional lives, being nomadic. And, and so you really got a flavor of what that was like and, and the way their lives unfolded at that point before the lumber industry came. Yes, yes. And so you do see a bit of before the colonialism from uh, the Canadian government came in and, and took their ability you know, to move throughout the lands as they used to. And so uh, it's a, you know, beautiful, just a traditional way. And Almanda, as someone who was not born Inu, you know, she's the daughter of Irish immigrants. She's an orphan before she marries Thomas. She is learning their ways along with the reader. And so that is a great way as well for us to learn about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for, and he's a journalist, Michel Jean. So journalists tend to be very, very good writers, and and very, you know, with the ability to make real things that they observe. Yes, yes, I I really appreciate his attention to detail and that discussion at the end of the book about his process for writing Almanda's story. Well, why don't we listen to a little? So this portion is Almanda describing the very much the industrial effects and loss of the hunting grounds and how they were made to stay in town. This is Kukum. It's by Michel Jean. It's translated from French by Susan Oreo, and it's read by Aaron Tripp. The sound of its whistle carries in the warm air, strident, uninterrupted. The train shrieks from the minute it enters our community until it leaves, no matter the time of day or night. Now that they can no longer travel to their hunting grounds, many people have turned to the bottle. It happened that one or another would fall asleep on the railroad tracks. There were accidents. That is why the conductors slow down and blow the whistle so the Inu will clear the rails and let the train continue on its way. I prefer to ignore it. I focus on the lake before me. It's waves that bite into the sand and come to rest with a murmur at my feet. This morning, the wind carries the lake's mist, which dampens my skin. And so we are one. Pekwakami, the sky, and me. Erin sounds young. Is she young? She's late 20s. Yeah, she sounds young, and her her voice suits the material very well. It does. She has this beautiful way of... When a book is describing like all this exposition of nature or of a process, her her performance is able to capture that in such um, a beautiful way. You're easily able to follow along. And, you know, she follows Almanda's emotional journey as well throughout the story. So I'm excited to see what Aaron does next. As am I. This is another good one. My God. Okay, this is Kukum. It's by Michelle Jean. It's translated by Susan Ario, and it's read by Aaron Tripp, a narrator we will all look out for now. Thank you. I will talk to you tomorrow, Kendra. All right. Looking forward to it. Harlan Coben's explosively fast thriller, Shelter, performed by Nick Podell, is the sponsor of today's episode of Behind the Mic. I'm Joe Reed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.